Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. This is episode 400 of Don't Unfriend Me. We brought the Breaking Truth show and the Don't Unfriend Me show together. It was supposed to be only five minutes, but it wound up being 10 or 15 or 20 every night. So I just said, forget it. We're going back to the Don't Unfriend Me show. Folks, the greatest thing about consistency is constant change. And that's really what we do here all the time. You can follow me at Don't Unfriend Me Show and on Twitter and Gitter. Please join me at The Dumb Show. Stop on by, say hello and follow. We are going to talk about Democrats tonight. We're going to talk about the election on Tuesday. I'm going to Tammy's Diner in the morning. Hung Cow is going to be there. So is Fox News. We'll see if I can get on. Watch Fox in the morning and you will see my hometown diner. Pretty awesome. Tonight we're talking about Democrats, why they're going to lose big time, bigly on Tuesday. But first... The world exclusive Don't Unfriend Me theme show song and opening intro. We have spared no expense. George Lucas, the greatest band in the world, still point, all coming at you in the next minute. Enjoy it. Sign up to The Economist for in depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Do you want the truth? Are you tired of being so confused? You feel like your mouth up than the lies on the evening news. Well, just step right in. We can talk about it all as friends. And if you want, we can hug and kiss and make up for the party ends. Agree or disagree, stop offering me. Cause I'm everything you want. Damn, so what's your name? I won't tell no lies. Back up all the facts with truth. And if you can't. So very cool. I won't play it again. You can rewind it and watch it again. Folks, welcome to Don't Unfriend Me. I don't know what to do. I feel like I should like just grab my guns and start firing off and viva la, don't unfriend me. It's so intense. God, what a great, great song. I hope you liked it, but we'll see if I can follow it up. Maybe I should play it at the end because that's a tough act to follow. Democrats had their chance, folks. They chose to go after a former president and sow the seeds of division. They chose to rest on the traditions of the past, abortion and free stuff. And they failed to address the economy, energy, crime on the border, small business closure, infrastructure, health care, geopolitics, the Middle East, proxy wars, drugs and inflation, all ranked higher in the IDGAF columns, according to the American people. The truth is, it's too damn late. America knows what is cooking. And it resembles something like Chef Boyardee. May not have heard, but the DCCC explained that we should pony up and just buy canned food if we are hurting and hungry. 
Chef Boradie, to be exact, I'm sure their stock went through the roof. They told us to put on more sweaters this winter. They told us that inflation was transitory. And I wish the trope about socialism was a fallacy, but don't all of those things sound like post-Cold War Russia or Venezuela more than the United States? Simply put, all of it is a repudiation against liberal policy, and folks, it ends tomorrow. Don't forget that the Democratic Party controls not only the presidency, but also the House and the Senate. Moreover, the leftists also control control the mass media, academia, and popular cultures. This means that the Democrats and the Democrats alone have set the nation's policies for the last two years. And you see the results with your own eyes. Inflation rising from 1.4% to 8.1%. Gasoline at the pump going from $2.50 a gallon to almost $8 a gallon. Do you have your retirement savings in a 401k plan? Its value has dropped 23% under Biden, and it's bound to drop more with a recession looming in 2023, no matter if there's a red wave or not. How about the supply chain problems under Biden? They've resulted in hundreds of cargo ships and holding patterns off of our major ports with resulting shortages in retail stores. And this was during COVID and still going on till this day. Why? Because they can't fill the jobs. We have illegal immigrants rolling over the wide open borders like mass migration, but almost an infiltration. It brings in a ton of fentanyl with them. Crime in the cities are increasing thanks to liberal DAs who are progressive and think it's racist to hold people accountable for their own actions. Homelessness and drug abuse despoil our major cities. Test scores in public schools are weighed down. We've gone from energy independence under Trump to energy dependence under Biden to foreign oil. Saudi Arabia and Venezuela laugh at Biden's pleading for more production. Biden's foreign policy is an unmitigated disaster. Our withdrawal from Afghanistan was an embarrassment. Putin felt safe to invade Ukraine. North Korea is launching more test missiles as soon as the election's over. Japan and South Korea. Iran is on the verge of acquiring nuclear weapons. China will soon be taking over Taiwan if they have anything to say about it. And I could go on and on and on, but it's too damn depressing. I blame Joe Biden for the mess we are in. He wanted to do too much. He wanted to spend too much. He wanted to put his brand on the economy. He wanted to say, I saved the economy. I started this many millions of jobs. And let's make this very simple. A -a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic caused a downward surge in U.S. GDP. Nine months later, the economy had almost fully bounced back. In 2020, at the end of the year, in the final month of his presidency, the president reluctantly gave the citizens a stimulus package. Two months later, a new president introduced more money than was lost during the entire pandemic by GDP into a market that had almost completely recovered to pre-pandemic levels. Anybody that doesn't believe that one, signature by Joe Biden on a bill, is responsible for worldwide inflation. Then there's really nothing I can do for you. Remember, according to all economists who know anything, when the United States gets a cold, the world gets a flu. We set the tone. Joe Biden was given a perfect hand. A couple of vaccines. The economy was growing at over 6% when he took office. All he had to do was nothing. But the genius had to spend $1.9 trillion under the American Rescue Plan, which ignited inflation. His own party economists, Larry Summers and Joe Rathner, warned him beforehand that the spending bill would ignite inflation. 
He ignored their advice. But what's the surprise? He ignores everybody. DHS, his generals, the Joint Chiefs about Afghanistan, and that a laptop exists and that he's the big guy. But more on that in a moment. First, he said that there would be no inflation, remember? Then he said it would be transitory. Joe Biden has been wrong on everything that he has done since being president, and honestly, for the 47 years as a senator. And what did Americans expect from Joe Biden? He has never been known for doing much in politics. You think that President Trump lies? He can't beat Joe Biden's lying. Everything that comes out of the man's mouth is a lie, or he's not aware of what he's saying. He said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings overseas. He's the one who set his son up to meet all of the world leaders. His son even said on tapes that he's the big guy. He said that the son's laptop was Russian disinformation, and he enlisted other military men and the Department of Justice and social media companies to vouch for this obvious lie. He knew that the laptop was his son's. President Obama summed up the man and even encouraged him not to run, saying the following, and resisted even endorsing him up until about 65 days before the election. Quote, don't underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. And that's the final verdict from a man who knew him best. And most of the country, 80% feel we're going in the wrong direction. 61% want to see change or drastic change. Joe Biden was Obama's vice president for eight years. And don't you think Obama knew him after eight years? And if Obama can say that things would be screwed up by Biden, then that tells you something. And he has done exactly what Obama said he would do. F things up. America, what did you expect? Liberal policies are often short-sighted at best. Most liberal policies sound great on paper and have undeniable emotional appeal. However, when you begin to look at things like a cost-benefit analysis or the efficacy of past spending on related projects, that appeal begins to fade away. More important than immediate costs, though, are the long-term repercussions or enacting a new government-led policy or program to help an underserved group of people. Even if the program's aims are completely noble, as in not a veiled attempt to buy votes with taxpayer dollars, the aims of a program enacted today will likely not coincide with what is best for the same group of people a decade or two in the future. Yet the policy or program will still exist and continue to be funded, and any attempt to modify, replace, or eliminate it, no matter how logical, will be met by critics saying, think of the insert original group here. As they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and many liberal policies and programs enacted in the past have been the embodiment of this proverb, with unexpected and often unpleasant consequences years down the road that those who initially supported them never saw coming. It all comes down to more government intervention in people's lives or less, more freedom or less. And I wish I could be a happy contemporary liberal, which really should be called leftist progressive, as conservatism and classic liberalism are mostly the same thing. I really do wish. It would make my life in the liberal social circles that I occasionally frequent so much easier. But I've thought about many, many typical liberal policy plans, and the common thread of all of them is more and bigger government and magical economics. I don't believe that more government is going to make things better in general, except for the government itself. 
And I don't believe that the government mandating things without paying for them, like minimum wages and employer-provided health care, as if the money to pay for them will magically spring into existence, recognizes the reality of their economics. The only good thing about Biden's screw-ups is that the American people will have the opportunity to pass judgment on all Democratic policy on November 8th. If you like what Democrat policies have done for you and your country, then you show your approval by voting Democrat. If you would like to get some new people into positions of power and authority to try to correct the present situation, then you vote Republican. It's simple as that. It's your choice after all. Don't forget, folks, Tuesday is not only what it's defined to be a citizen. It also makes you a patriot. Vote. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what your personal politics are. You should ask yourself the question, will this person represent me and my beliefs? Will this person 100% without equivocation protect the Constitution of the United States? And number three, is this person full of integrity and do they stand by their word? If it's a negative on any, don't vote for them. That's my advice. Of course, you can do what you want and continue the shit show that we're currently in. Folks, thank you so much for watching Don't Unfriend Me. It means a great deal to me. If you would do me a favor, and please, Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. During the holiday season, it moves up to 25 or 26. It's way too many. Traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, all of these things are very, very important. And it starts with a conversation to get on the path to healing. If you know of a veteran who needs to help, provide this number. They need that buddy. And if not, they can reach out to me and I will take care of them. Please, whatever it takes, I will do my best to help. Last but not least, it's 100% anonymous. It'll never be reported to your duty station. And it is free of charge. Civilians also can make that call. It doesn't have to be a veteran. Last thing, folks. The Percival Flag Company in Virginia, they do amazing wooden flags. You've got to take a look. You can go to their website, just do a search for Percival Flag Company. I had a chance to talk to the owners today. They're amazing people. We're going to get a flag over here so you all can see it. Stop on by, makes a great Christmas present for a vet. And then if you don't want to go there, you can stop by don'tunfriendly.com and pick up some cool t-shirts and hats and all that stuff. Pimpin' ain't easy, folks. I got to make a living somehow. Thanks for allowing me to do it. Once again, you can find us 8.30 live. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I have a recorded show Monday through Friday, and you can follow us at the following, at Don't Unfriend Me Show, and then on Twitter and get her at The Dumb Show. Thanks for letting me talk about all my handles and all that stuff. I will see you tomorrow, and God bless.